afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are in the world. And welcome to This Podcast is for Nerds with our light chocolate host, Calvin Tuttle, and our dark chocolate host, Zach Van Buren. Did you say light chocolate host? I did. I I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't rehearse these. By the time I'm halfway in, I'm like, ooh. (laughs) Let's see where this ends up. Gotta keep going. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, welcome to episode three of this podcast is for nerds. Um, So we are... When we're recording this, we've got we're banking these because uh, we're still in the midst of the coronavirus stuff. Um, so we're about a week in now, I think. Just about quarantine. Yeah. yeah. So how are you doing today? Pretty good. I've actually focused on actually making a full time schedule for when I'm at home, um, including eating, because just like all of the COVID memes where it says, "Hey, I've been home for four days and I've eaten two weeks worth of food." People are stress eating. I was stress eating a little bit and going, ooh, <laughs> I need to chill. I'm not as active as I would be when I'm out running around. So, right. you know, I'm taking my calorie intake way lower than it normally would be. <laughs> yeah, that's you? a good idea. I think a schedule is is really important because um, I it just feels like every day is the same day. And I'm t- I've like totally lost track of what day. Like I guess today is Sunday, and today I have to Sunday. go. To, I have to go to work tomorrow, I guess, which is just downstairs. So that's <laughs> really no different than any other day. That is the biggest thing I ran into. I woke up today and was trying to call to pay a bill, and it kept like not allowing me to t- speak to someone. And I was like, that's really weird. I was like, oh, today's Sunday. That's yeah. why. Uh- that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's it's still kind of a mess here. Uh, we hope you're doing well when this comes out. Hopefully things have improved a little bit. Uh, I checked this morning, and I guess we're at about 800 cases in Michigan, so that's uh, it's pretty alarming. I think we're like the third highest in the country right now. Either, third we're, the or fourth. Third, either we're the third highest in the country. I know the U.S. itself is third highest as far as um, confirmed cases. And considering the, the U.S.'s size that makes sense yeah and you know how many people actually can get tested per area per per availability of tests even right yeah yeah it's it's improving every day i think as far as availability but um yeah still really uh scary stuff um hope you stay safe out there absolutely please stay safe continue to wash your hands continue practicing social distancing and really just keep finding positive outlets for all the negativity and misinformation that's out there right now that's kind of the reason why we're continuing to do this this is our this is our positive outlet for the madness yeah get a hobby man do something uh to keep (laughs) keep your mind active do some reading there's tons of good books out there there's tons of good tv shows to be watching and uh films which i think is what we're going to be discussing today absolutely Um, so as was teased in episode two um this week's discussion is going to be about fan influence in films and i think this episode's uh premise was kind of precipitated off of the uh new sonic the hedgehog movie that just came out um now zach have you seen the movie i have not seen the movie is the movie actually out 
Uh, yeah, it did come out. It um, so it was originally scheduled to come out in uh, 2019, and then there was uh, without <laughs> without spoiling it, there was some fan reactions to the trailers, and it ended up getting uh, pushed out to uh, February. Actually, it came out on Valentine's Day oh, of wow. 2020. Uh, the perfect romantic uh, film to watch with your partner. Um, <laughs> highly recommend it. I've not seen it so I can't really speak to it. Um, but I think it's just kind of an interesting thing that's happening right now is uh, fan reactions to uh, a media film that uh, is like completely impacting the production. And um, so, yeah, I thought, I thought we'd start with Sonic and then maybe we can go over some of the other movies that have been um, impacted. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to the, um, the visual design company. Um, I think it was Blur Studio. Um, they worked a bunch of overtime to get all the changes done. And uh, I believe the week the movie came out, they went out of business. So uh, super sad. Um, and this seems to be kind of a recurring thing is that uh, people work really hard to appease fans and then they end up not having enough money to stay open. So, um, yeah, so let's get into it. Um so let's see when did the trailer for the sonic the hedgehog movie come out do do you remember the day because i remember the day it came out i don't remember the day but i remember the the complete shock and also bitter sweetness i had with the movie the bitter part was with your was what you're going to talk about but the sweet part I had was it was just great to see jim carrey again and bringing to life a role i never would have thought would have been it's as official as you can get for a kid's video game. Yeah. And they made it, they played, like, Dr. Robotnik in that trailer, at least, was the reason to watch the movie. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, that's kind of one of the things I want to get into in the fan reaction is just like, I don't think this was ever going to be a good movie. And no. I don't know. I don't know that. So, so the, the trailer came out in uh, April of 2019 and, um, the reaction was not great. I think a lot of people had issues with the appearance of Sonic. And uh, I think a lot of it was his teeth. His teeth were kind of, he had like individual teeth, which was really weird. Because you play the video games and, uh, you know, watch the cartoons and it's it's just a straight line. But he like, he has all these individual teeth. He looks like too human. Um, and there's like way too much detail on the fur. So anyways, people lost it. And um, so then the movie ended up getting delayed. Um, but it's just like that seemed to be people's issue with the movie and not that the the movie itself, the plot and all that looked really bad like i just i i haven't seen it so i can't speak to it but it just did not seem like it was gonna be a good movie like objectively a good movie in your in your defense of that though has there ever been a good movie that was based on a video game or a a live action version of any movie or game that's come out and i'm talking about really bad movies like 
Dragon Ball Z Evolution or Dragon Ball Evolution or whatever it's called. There are so many things about that movie that I just make me cringe to this day. And of course, of course, you have the cult classics that are still terrible, but like the Mortal Kombat movies with Jean Claude Van Damme. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm looking through right now a list of films that are based off of video games, and it's great because one of the uh, metrics you can sort by is the the rating of the movie the audience rating of the movie and there are only uh two movies or no uh four movies out of uh that's easily like 30 over 30 that uh break 50 percent as far as audience (laughs) score which is hilarious to me i'm curious what are the four uh so they are recent so i'm gonna have you take a guess at what you think the four are they have all come out uh the oldest one came out in 2018 okay so are these all based on video games yeah these are all video game properties one of them uh you might be able to argue against it being video game but interesting okay my first guess is going to be assassin's creed uh no that has an 18 (laughs) percent that's another one i have not seen but um you know, I, I love the Assassin's Creed series, so I was, I was pretty psyched, but the trailer did not look that great. Because I guess, apparently, he spends most of the movie out of the... What do they call it? That they oh, go he's, into. Not, he's not even in the... Yeah, the, whatever that area is called. Like, yeah, most of it is outside of that, I guess. Wow. I love I love Fastbender, but man... They yeah, got fans I, in the door just to screw him over. Sounds yeah. familiar. Dragon Ball yeah. Evolution. <laughs> oh, man. That's so bad. The best anime or cartoon movies are the ones that keep the same medium like i would right, argue yeah. that as a kid i went to go watch pokemon 2000 granted i was 10 i was 10 years old i was really into pokemon but i didn't feel betrayed because there wasn't some kid who betrayed uh, it's fine because i'm thinking about avatar now and that's just that's just oh, a whole nother we, yeah we can't talk about that <laughs> <laughs> i want to specify the last airbender not the blue alien pocahontas movie Oh yeah, yeah. Just, with the just basically the t- blue aliens and Pocahontas. Like I don't even yeah. know why people love that movie so much. It's really just Disney's Pocahontas set to blue aliens. Yeah, with the uh, tail sex where they wrap their tails. <laughs> <laughs> God, I mean, you could, you could spell it every time. Guy's a soldier, wants to decimate this thing for a company. Falls in love with the native, becomes one of the natives. He gets found out. They abandon him. They accept him. He fights back. They win. Everybody's happy. Blue animals. Okay, cool. You just nailed the entire plot to Avatar. <laughs> that was that was wonderful. Okay, so it was not Assassin's Creed. Okay, um, um, I can't so, think of any other ones, honestly. Aeon so the, Flux, not Aeon Flux, but uh, Ghost in a Shell wasn't a game originally. Uh, no, no. So that one doesn't count. That was a bad movie. I did see that in theaters. So I was really going to watch it. Um, so the, the, the first one is uh, t- the 2018 Tomb Raider oh. with... with um, Shoot, what is her name? Uh, Gal Gadot? Alicia Alicia Vikander, I, okay. and I think she's married to Michael Fassbender. Funny enough, <laughs> so they've both been in uh, video game movies. Um, so the next one is Rampage with The Rock, which I saw like twenty minutes of on a cruise, and um, I don't know, it, I, I didn't think it was good, but see, I, I, for- I think I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was that's definitely a forgettable one. I remember playing those video games a lot though as a kid, the Rampage games. They're super fun. 
Well, that's the thing. You take a game that has a couple rounds of destroying a building and want to make a movie out of it. That's not. Yeah, like where's the plot? There's not like, enough movies. Not enough, there's nothing there. <laughs> and you know, funny enough, the third movie, um, the video game. I don't know that there was enough there for a movie, but they kind of made it work. Um, Detective Pikachu which I think had a lot to do with uh, Ryan Reynolds' performance as Pikachu. Um, <laughs> have you seen that movie? Didn't watch it. Um, I didn't know that was a game, actually. Uh, yeah, so I think I think back in the day, and then they also made a mobile game for it, too. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. Um, I, was, I was pretty impressed. You can tell in the production that the people that are making it are fans because there's a lot of Pokemon you would not expect to see some like B and C tier Pokemon show up. So that's pretty cool. Um, I think the one backing factor behind that as well would be the fact that Nintendo doesn't want people messing with their properties in a way they're not, they're not going to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a big risk to take. And I think Nintendo (laughs) after the events of, I think probably the first video game movie, um, the Super Mario Bros. movie. <laughs> I think maybe they're they're starting to learn that they need to be careful about which uh, properties they're they're giving away for films. Yeah, um, and in the Pokemon franchise alone, I could see why they would be more involved in making sure that didn't become absolute trash. Like I would have assumed they had a lot of sign off on what did and did not. Yeah, trade there. Yeah, well, and you know Ryan Reynolds is like a marketing god. And I think that helps a lot. Um, he's just like, and you can tell he was he was pretty invested in it. So um, I think when he's really invested in a series, he he ends up doing some of his best work, like Deadpool. Um, I mean, he got people to want to play Toon Blast. Yeah, who right? just be dazzled with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> he made it work, man. His uh. His gin ads are fantastic too. They're pretty great. I love that he used the lady from the Peloton ads for his oh, gin ad. Oh, that is so it perfect. It was such a great thing because oh, I uh, marketing and one marketing is one of those things where I know I could be really good at if I wanted to take advantage of people and their emotions to sell whatever bullshit product I had. Yeah, that's, that's what why the best of them do. That's why I don't go into marketing or sales. And I apologize for people who are in marketing and sales who want to do it honestly and do their very best. This is not targeted at you. Yeah, but there the are other good ones, ones out there. The other ones. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's the Ryan Reynolds <laughs> of the world. Are They're good marketers. Yeah, most people were just psych majors who were like, hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, to your point, yeah, there's not very many good video game movies. Um, but it sounds like the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is our fourth movie that went over 50%. It went over 50%? Yeah, it's actually of the ones I'm looking at here. Now, this is uh, these are uh, Rotten Tomato scores, which are always kind of... They're kind of iffy. So, like, I hate... In, <laughs> this gets back into marketing. I hate in an ad for a film when they say that it has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes because that does not mean what everyone thinks it means because I think what everyone assumes is that when they hear 100% on Rotten Tomatoes everybody gave it a 10 out of 10 which is that that is not what that means a 100% on tomato Rotten Tomatoes means that everyone has given it at least a 6 out of 10 really yeah so literally the, a movie could be a 6 out of 10 and be 100% on Rotten Tomatoes 
I actually didn't know that. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, it's still impressive that Sonic the Hedgehog has that score. I mean, that's that's pretty good. I mean, 64% of people thought it was a an average movie. Um, so, yeah, I'm... You know, I, I wonder, like, how many hours and how much money was spent to redesign the look of this character if it was going to make a difference with the box office. Like, That's a good point. I mean, I think a lot of, like, how many of these people that were outraged and tweeting at, you know, um, uh, who's the guy that was playing Sonic, uh, Ben Schwartz, like, how, how many of those people that were, like, rage tweeting at this guy about how it's not you know it's not made for the fans like how many of those people actually went to go see it after they made these changes well i mean that's a that's a that's a whole nother topic entirely because how many people spend time online retweeting everything who don't do anything else but rage treat just for the sake of it yeah how many people sit at home and just get off on responding and not actually getting involved with having a real perspective or opinion against something yeah maybe if we get fans we'll get those types of reactions i'm sure we'll get them now (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure i mean because i get i mean i'm not instagram famous by any means or standards and i'm amazed at some of the responses i get sometimes just from people in passing and i'm like oh okay What what kind of responses do you get um what happened the other day someone said that i was working on a lift that i hadn't really done a lot of and i wanted to max out on it and it was a sloppy lift i will i will 100 percent own up to that but the person commented they're like oh this is terrible he's gonna hurt himself what a garbage lift and i was like yeah i know thank you <laughs> oh my god but it was like if you are that concerned then help me improve right and like yeah. i just was like okay cool like i'm not really interested in following negativity so if that's how yeah i mean like the the blind hate is not productive if if you have an issue with something provide feedback i think most creators are open to receiving that and you know maybe maybe they they agree and and they want to make that change too you know i think for the fans who did go see the movie because that's who we're talking about fans actual people who get involved with stuff i would want i would want to think that they went and saw it and felt better um when i saw the first version of sonic he did from my opinion and what i would expect him to look like look too anthropomorphic yeah Um, yeah he looks way too human yeah i think just i think the thing that caught me more and it's funny because i didn't think about the teeth at all what caught my attention was that his eyes were actually separated and that's what caught my caught me up. Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. That was a huge criticism as well. Is that so? For those that are not Sonic fans, um, his eyes uh, they're they're attached, so there's no like there's no bridge of a nose. The eyes are like both of his eyes are all one piece. And with this uh, this version of the film, um, they had him separated. So I think to a lot of people that was kind of kind of odd. And it's it's an argument too with Pikachu. You can make him realistic rather easily, just because you can add the fur. His eyes are already separated. He is more like a real-ish animal. It's difficult taking a cartoon and making it three D and making it interact with the real world. I think okay. Question: This yep. is not based off a video game, but I think it was one of the best three D crossover interact with real life movies that exist and someone just brought up to me recently 
mm-hmm. if you had to pick from that genre, what would you pick or think of? Oh, interesting. Um, do do you have an answer right now? Let I me because I need. Cause okay, there's, there's yeah, two. go. Okay. The first one I think of is Space Jam. Okay. Because that was like you as a kid, you have like real life people interacting with like nothing. Because in reality, it's like these cartoons that are coming to life, and of course, the classic Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, that was my, that was where I was headed. Was Who Framed Roger <laughs> Rabbit? I was not a. That's God. That movie is so perfect. And you know, I think there's a few sequences. And did you watch uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? The movie. The newer one. Um, it's. Ooh, when did it come out? It came out in 1985. So okay. it was the one. It was the one with his big red bike. Yes, I did watch that. Yeah. If I did, I forgot about it. Honestly, actually. It, yeah, his bike gets stolen. Um, it was actually directed by Tim Burton. Um, but I think there's some sequences that have that kind of that kind of feel to them. Um, yeah, man. Space Jam. We're we're getting a new Space Jam. Do you think fan reactions on that trailer is going to come out? Is that going to change things? Hmm. So we've been I've been heard, heard about this being teased for a while. I don't know. See, the, the advantage Space Jam has is that it appeals to two separate parties sometimes. So in space, the first Space Jam came out. It attracted a lot of people who were into comics and Bugs Bunny, and people who were into basketball. Those two didn't really mix before. Yeah, it's such an odd, odd mix. Like that, just yeah, that shouldn't work on all on all fronts. That that should not work. Like, because the Bugs Bunny crowd, I mean, that was obviously pulling the kids. And then I, I guess I guess the way it's working is it's it's using the parents and the kids. So the parents are gonna want to go see that movie because their favorite basketball player Michael Jordan's on the screen you know um, and the kids are gonna go because they want to see Lola Rabbit in her uh, cut off shorts don't we're not this is not <laughs> no that... <laughs> it has to be talked about Zach Ugh. okay fine we'll have a whole episode on furries yeah I mean that had to have been the start of it right I think there's a lot of talk of that but you know that's a good point when did that start when did people separate that in their minds and it's true lolo rabbit was hypersexualized. oh incredibly and that's the thing between space jam and who framed roger rabbit obviously i'm a jessica rabbit kind of guy because yeah, same same i don't care about actual rabbits <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah same same dude not not nothing nothing ever will pull me towards like God, I just fucking shuddered. I'm sorry. I, you know, yeah, it's, I'm not it's terrible. To, I'm not kink shaming anyone. No. However, <laughs> <laughs> it is an odd thought, though. Like, it's there's odd. a there's a movie review guy that I watched that is a furry, and I think he's made the argument before that Space Jam is kind of responsible for some of the the furry generation. And it's funny because I never thought about it till right now. And I pictured the scene where she's walking in for the first time. And I was like, yeah, that's and they, right. They cut to that shot from behind her at like a low angle pointed up to like accentuate her butt. It's very odd. It's very odd to be sexualizing a very much rabbit character. It's weird. Huh. Yeah, well, so so this space and reactions. How many fans yeah. had a reaction to that commentary of Calvin saying overly oh. sexualized rabbit butt? So I'm pretty sure they're gonna be like, Oh wow, I need to go Yeah, I gotta go. Go yiff. 
<laughs> yeah, so I mean, the Space Jam too is like it's it's LeBron James now. So like, what if he has a hot mic moment, or you know, he's got kind of a, a, a hot and cold relationship? I think with the president. Like, what if the president tweets out something about? how awful Space Jam 2 is going to be, and then a bunch of people don't go see it in response to that. I think, is that possible? I, I think if it is possible, all LeBron has to do to counter that is just tweet a picture of the president playing tennis. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Oh man, I wish this was like a more visual medium and we could pull that up. <laughs> I'll do it in the YouTube video. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's funny too because what my, what my point earlier for saying it brought two different groups together, I wasn't referring to the children the parents. I was thinking of fans who grew up with comics and fans who grew up with basketball and those generally traditionally just like we talked about in episode one didn't mix you didn't have necessarily fans of basketball who were open nerds and now it's cool to do it you have lebron james you have like um (laughs) i don't watch basketball so apparently i don't know the cast of of the of the movie but you have a mix now where it's open and okay to be nerds and say oh yeah I love Bugs Bunny as a kid but I also like to hoop and it's like you didn't really have that yeah, back in the day right. and I will say Looney Tunes was more acceptable as an American media than anime was I mean, oh absolutely still that. the case still oh, yeah. the case I mean it's because you like over sexualizing rabbits but hey <laughs> I, you know what I can't even make that argument Japan um, not Japan oh but my anime, gosh yeah anime has got some Oh there's, yeah, there's, there is there is mm. a small list of anime that I can get my wife to watch for that very reason. There's a lot that I stay away from for that reason. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's the. I think we talked about it in the first episode. Or no, that got no, scrapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. There's a there's a never to be unaired, uh, never be to be uh, aired episode of this podcast is for nerds. Um, before we had where we name. talked about anime. <laughs> before we had a name, even actually. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I forget what we were calling it at the top. Or no, I think it was "Have a Drink." I think was the original yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. right. We actually literally went to Calvin's house, had some beers, ordered food, and like watched movies at that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of which, um, I actually have for later on in the episode my shout out restaurant because I've been wanting to have this place for a minute now and that will be the next place that we get food from when we can actually leave our houses yeah so oh gosh I hope, I, I hope that's coming up soon <laughs> <laughs> getting stir crazy um, so yeah well, I think we're good on the Space Jam talk um, are there any other movies you can think of that have been greatly impacted by fan reaction you know I'm going to go from a general standpoint and say that any movie that's come out in the American market that's been based off a video game has been, just like you said earlier, that they've been panned horribly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... It's one of those things, too, I would say that the fans have a right to be pissed about it. Like, I'm going to go back to Dragon Ball Evolution. Nothing about that was remotely Dragon Ball, except for... I guess they took the main character's hair and spiked it up, put some moose in it at one point. But you know, they did. Goku never went to high school. Goku never drove a car. There weren't car. There were no Dodge Challengers in anything. And I love or hate rather how you can have a cast that is culturally proper 
and then have the main character who's just a white dude. Avatar. You're right. Exa- <laughs> yeah, Avatar. Ex- exactly. <laughs> Woo. I don't know where that yeah. came in. I, that was... So have you have you actually seen it? Um, the Dragon Ball Evolution. Like, have you watched it all the way through? I haven't. No, I would never put that in. Okay, <laughs> that would never make the cut. No, in the in Zach's movie night. Never. I. Uh, <laughs> no. I can't blame angry. you. I, 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 I almost feel bad for the cast because I, I mean, like something tells me they weren't fans and I'm sure they got a lot of hate and they did not understand where it was all coming from. I will say that I am proud of here's a good fan reaction that is worth noting fans who have seen the big budget Hollywood films destroy something they loved and decided to take it into their own hands and fix themselves. There's a lot of there's a lot of live action um, YouTube videos where fans have made their own versions and are they're great. And again, shout out to Team Forsar. But there's even some live action versions that actually show the characters, you know, in the air fighting back and battling back and forth and at least trying because they love the material like you've mentioned before. Yeah. Um, I would say that it's understood that, or I would say the X-Men franchise is a good, um, well, that was based on a video game. Darn it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say that's one that definitely has a lot of fan influence, but that comes more from comics and the comic fans. I feel like, I feel like since comics have been around longer and there've been a lot more of a following for influence and people taking um, studios taking note from comics there's been a lot more fan interaction over what's right and what's wrong through comic based movies because I can only think of a couple like video game based movies off the top of my head I will say that there are some animated movies that were awesome. Like the Persona Five animated movies is pretty cool. And that's I'm not. I'm game. not. I'm not seeing those. It's on Netflix. Oh, check okay. it out! It's Shout actually out really to good. Netflix. Shout it's out a to Netflix. Up, and, up and coming service. You probably have not heard of it. Um. <laughs> I remember one time my boss. Um, I worked at a. I guess you can call it a competing, or was competing. I worked at a Blockbuster. That was my oh, first nice. job. That was my first Man, job out of block- high school. <laughs> I love Blockbuster. <laughs> I'm definitely going to age myself. I, I was my first job out of high school, and I remember when Netflix was getting started, and my boss was basically saying, yeah, this this service isn't going to go anywhere. We got this. We cornered the market. We're Blockbuster. We're going to eat them. <laughs> and I just like look at it now, and I'm like, huh. Who would have thought? And- you, you know the story about Netflix and Blockbuster, right? No. Oh, so when Netflix was coming up, they they approached Blockbuster to have them buy the service. And Blockbuster completely rejected them. And they're like, they were so stubborn. They're like, we don't need we don't need you. And then I don't know if you were working there at the time, but they launched their own like uh dvd mailing service similar to netflix and it completely completely failed yeah i was actually there for that i remember i remember one time i actually did see a blockbuster box that we had somewhere and i was like cool a red box but it's from blockbuster and i think at the time too there were a lot of like competing systems that were going online only like gamefly so i thought was very cool yeah, and that's still going. I think. Is it really? not? I yeah, it was... I, yeah. It's it's. I think it is. Um, 
but um it's 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 just like too niche for me i you know i don't i don't play enough to justify paying a monthly fee to have some access to video games i mean i do pay a monthly fee but i have xbox pass so yeah I, oh, you're right i guess i do i do pay a monthly fee yeah i forgot i do game pass so yeah, we, we have a, we have a niche yeah <laughs> just, yeah yeah it's just uh it's xbox and it's not uh physical media i guess um so yeah i think in my mind fans have a lot of sway for because if you think about it yeah there are going to be some really terrible movies and have been terrible movies that have come out but fans do have sway in that if they didn't think anyone was going to watch it they wouldn't do it i think when some of these movies come out though they're targeted at people who have never played the games or never read the books never read the comics and that's where the money really comes from because I remember when <laughs> I remember when uh, the Watchmen movie came out, and I had friends who read the book and knew everything about it, and I didn't know what that was. And I went in and watched a very awkward movie for three <laughs> hours, and I was like, "Okay, this is just a story of not Batman and some blue dude hanging dog. <laughs> That's cool, whatever." Yeah, and some sort of murder mystery and some other stuff I was didn't really care much for, but it, visually it was a cool movie because the yeah, guy from you, 300 you, did you it. You said you didn't read uh, the comic, right? I did not. Oh, okay. But my friends yeah. who went with me who did were beyond upset. Yeah, they definitely changed the ending from the comic. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I assume that's what they were upset about. What were they upset about? They were just mad about everything, and I just, oh. I was just, I was just laughing because <laughs> I went for the midnight viewing. The movie didn't end until three, and I had to be at work at five. So, <laughs> I was oh my just like, gosh! <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna make this a good time. I don't really care. What yeah. would you, what would you like to see, or what would have you observed in fan reactions that you think is positive towards getting the result they want, and what do you feel has been negative towards not helping at all? Oh man, I've got two big ones that I can think of right now that are negative. I might need to to think about some positive ones. So I'll, I'll start with the <laughs> negative ones. Um, and so this gets back into anime. So you can you can speak to this as an anime fan. Um, did you watch the Death Note animated series? <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly where I'm going with this, but I need to set it up. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bust out laughing. <laughs> no, it's um, great. I love I, it. <laughs> it's the perfect reaction. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Um, I'm actually not a fan of Death Note. I tried. Oh, okay. Oh, Light, that's awesome. Yeah, right. Light Yagami. The whole the whole concept of that show made me laugh. Like I was like, this is <sighs> whatever. Very interesting. Okay, everyone I've talked to, it's like probably in their top 10 of all time yeah and i'm pretty and it, sure they were the same ones who like sword art online and oh, like no <laughs> <laughs> sorry to all the sword art online fans uh i I'm, hate that anime I so am much not sorry because everyone who tries to tell me how it's the greatest anime of all time i do not understand no it is not i yeah i just like i'd rather watch a dot hack than watch a, a sword art online <laughs> no so, oh man that's a tough is, one that's a yeah, tough one yeah so uh i'd have you know what there's a lot of isekai anime right now and that's what everyone's like going crazy over my favorite isekai is overlord because it's, oh I, that's one that's on my hulu list i need to uh need to i need to get it, through buddy. that yeah you need to watch it and also my so isekai overlord for sure if i had to go with a slower paced one that's like dot hack 
because dot hack i didn't like care for the i just didn't care for it um log horizon is my alternative to that one oh yeah yeah log horizon i think is probably the best of that premise yeah um so, sorry guys but <laughs> yeah no sorry sort of online is not good um and that is care, that is my opinion death note was definitely one of the ones that i watched the highlight reel for through oh yeah shout out to watch mojo for keeping me up on anime i'm never gonna watch oh man watch mojo the best <laughs> yeah my, my relationship with it so my first and i think any anyone that still watches anime um and is in our age group um late 20s um they they got their start with dragon ball z um of course. the cartoon dub the cartoon network dub sorry Funimation um, and bruce faulkner shout out forever i know people are mad because they said bruce faulkner's music isn't the greatest but i argue that all of the recent dragon ball shows and movies are better when they put the Funimation at music dub over it as well as faulkner's music over it sorry live with it <laughs> no that's i don't think that's a hot take um it might be maybe not to me though um <laughs> so yeah i watched that and i watched inuyasha those were like my two when i was growing up and then i fell out of it and then got back into it in high school so um mid to late 2000s and death note was like the first thing i got into so i have a i have a fond relationship with death note um and that was the first anime my wife does not watch anime at all and so that was the first anime i showed her and she like was so hooked on that show um first half is way better than the second half um spoils for a probably 15 year old anime at this point but once uh l dies that show goes to hell in a handbasket um so yeah um so (laughs) that went on a tangent but um so yeah the the bad fan reaction that i was going to bring up was so netflix came out with a (laughs) live action death notes film so they took a 36 episode anime oh man so that's uh 18 hours worth of content and dropped it into like i think it's a two-hour movie um let me that's confirm actually that longer, it's actually longer than i thought it was I, it's I, an hour it's an hour 40 so it's they cut a lot um and so it was directed by um adam wingard um probably not a household name unless you're a big horror film fan um he is known for doing the vhs movies um which if you have not seen those i highly recommend it if you're into horror low budget horror too um it is basically um it is an anthology film so there's like segments similar to abcs of death um but they're pretty incredible and he and he he did a few um he did the he did segments in the first two vhs movies and they're pretty good um and then he did his other big one was uh your next which was like i think it was a home invasion horror movie um which i heard was pretty good um and i think it has kind of like a cult following so it was directed by him and um the movie was not good it was a bad movie (laughs) um the only redeeming aspect to me was willem dafoe he was great um but he was not he was not in it enough um and you know as as much as um i think some of the his some of his quirks were weird i think lakeith stanfield did a great job as l um and just shout out to lakeith stanfield in general he's like probably my favorite actor right now 
that guy is just absolutely killing it in everything he does um i recommend sorry to bother you um last year uncut gems came out and that was amazing he was really good in that and he was also amazing in knives out um even though he had a pretty small role i can't Um, wait to see that movie actually i need to see knives Knives out yeah oh dude we need to do so i think one of our future episodes should just be like on murder mystery films because i think knives out is like it's going to be bringing the murder mystery film back to popularity it is such a good movie i'm down yeah all right (laughs) so yeah i I will say a quick preview for that is a movie that came from a video game that everyone seemed to hate but i loved it so much because of how campy it was and that is uh it's not called guess who it's basically it had uh, I have to do some research. Continue on. <laughs> it's it's not it's not Clue, right? Is it that's the one with the? Yeah, that where they like. Yeah, it's it's the board game Clue. Yeah, that's yes. an amazing movie, and that's certainly something we need to talk about. And even like the um, like the Murder on the Orient Express. I'm not like I'm not crazy about the new one, but still worthy discussion because they're making more of them, and they're oh, gonna okay. make they're making more knives out movies too which is great so we're getting more daniel craig as like a murder mystery guy which is cool i, d- I just love the i just love one of the lines in that movie <laughs> the, I'm not, i can't spoil it but it's towards the end the last uh, line the detective says uh of clue or of, of clue, knives yeah out. oh yeah yeah and no, i, I want to use that every day <laughs> in my, when i leave for work and just go <laughs> we'll, we'll get into a spoiler cast for clue in the future we won't we spoil it here and yet if those of you who want to know what the last line is don't go google it go watch the movie yeah go watch the movie it is actually really good i would not ne- like and you know speaking to like video games becoming movies and there's not enough content there to make it a movie i mean it's it's a board game like it's a murder mystery board game that lasts like 20 minutes like yeah <laughs> to turn that into an excellent two-hour film is pretty impressive so and i think the the merit of that is it didn't try to take itself too seriously it was no, just like yeah. we're here to it's a, it's gonna have fun and it's just like it was just great yeah cast great sorry see no, no, nerd this, talk the, the, nerd no, talk strikes again <laughs> this is what the show's about um yeah so the the death note movie absolutely bad uh really bad movie <laughs> Um, received mixed reviews. Um, really? And okay. Yeah. Um, and so when the movie came out, believe it or not, fans uh, did not react well. <laughs> and um, I think some of the concerns were valid and it's an issue we're seeing. And it's something you talked about earlier with the Dragon Ball movie. I think a lot of people had issue with the cast being completely white and it's an anime so it's set in japan there's like no japanese actors in that movie really um so that's that's one of the issues i think i think another is just like tonally it feels like it feels like it was written by uh a film student that works at hot topic and is like still feels pretty edgy um it just it just did not like fit the the tone of the anime so fans did not react well and um unfortunately it's horrible adam wingard is not does not deserve what he received for this he made a bad movie but you know there's a lot of people that worked on this he received tons of death threats over this movie i'm assuming that wasn't a pun 
In, oh wow was not intentional at all wow man i almost want to cut that um you can't you no i can't I, I i have to leave it um yeah that pun not intended at all he received tons of death threats over death note which is hilarious um, it's just from a bunch of fans who wouldn't do a damn thing anyway you yeah gotta... like these are a bunch of nerds that are sitting in their mom's basement and just want to be little keyboard heroes for their anime friends so yeah it's just like atrocious another one i can think of is um so i don't how big of a star wars fan are you zach we've not talked about star wars on this podcast yet um well i'll say this i grew up watching the original trilogy and that is pretty much where i stayed i kept up with the so there's so many stories that came off of that and i didn't realize that um that was just a segment of the story that george lucas had actually been working on so I actually took some time about a month and a half ago, because my son is really into it, to go back and not just watch the movies, but watch a kind of an overview of like the entire universe of Star Wars, including the books. Yeah. I wasn't going to go read all the books because it takes way too long. So I went through, I found a guide that was like two hours long on YouTube and I watched it because it filled in everything and There's all a lot. together. And I was like, wow, this universe is massive. Yeah. So, I would say I'm a Star Wars fan, but I'm also like, I think I'm aligned with most Star Wars fans where we don't like Jar Jar Binks, and that's pretty much where. Oh yeah, I mean sits. he is he is a and, and you know I, I, worth worth discussing uh, Jar Jar Binks the um, the actor that portrayed him like that was his big break and I highly recommend everyone go check out. Um, he did a YouTube video discussing what his life was like after his performance as Jar Jar Binks. And I think people that may have been really critical of him online need to watch that because he, uh, he almost killed himself over the response that he received from that movie. So while, you know, you can, you can hate a performance, maybe, maybe go easy on the people that are doing those performances because he didn't write that racist ass character. George Lucas did and made it a stereotype of black people. I mean, that was not that actor's decision. He's an up and coming actor. He's going to take any, you know, big film he can. And Star Wars is arguably one of the biggest franchises in the world. Seems like a no brainer to take that. Um, so yeah, my other bad reaction was, um, so, so you, have you seen that you haven't seen the new trilogy, uh, seven, eight, nine? No, there, there really wasn't a point for me to, yeah, it looked like, and this, we had a lot of flack for this and that's fine to me. It went the same trend of, so I'll, take, I'll, I'll split it into two things on a positive note. There were a lot of positive trends and changes that shows the growth of the series and the wanting to include fans in bringing in the Star Wars family because there's tons of different things that came about through that that I thought were awesome and progressive. I'll say that. Yeah. On the opposite side of that, I really didn't want another angsty teen romance story about some bad boy who found his heart. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it, it didn't really happen that way until the last one. Um, but yeah, I, I get it. It's So episode seven is is feels very tonally similar to A New Hope, which I think a lot of people say. Um, so I think a lot of people have issue with that. It's just a retread of A New Hope. Um, 
but so episode eight came out and there was a new character introduced um her name is rose um and i just had her actress page up uh played by kelly marie tran um and this was like star wars like was her her big break um this is like one of the first huge things she did and um so people did not react well to her character and there was a lot of racist vitriol thrown at her because she is of Asian descent. And, um, yeah, so just like, you know, she hasn't really done much acting since. I think she's a little hesitant to be in the spotlight anymore, um, which I can't really say I blame her. Um, and the, the crappy thing is like, I think episode nine is one of those things that it, it made changes because of fan reaction because she is a major character in episode eight and she is, I think she has one line in episode nine and it is a background line. So it's, I just think that's really sad. Um, yeah. Now, do you feel like that was more of a fan reaction or more of the actor saying, Hey, I want to be a part of this. This is fantastic. But I also am kind of scared to, because how much do act, how much do actors really get support as far as and I don't know this this is like a general question yeah I don't know how much actors really get support in what they do afterwards and speaking to the Jar Jar Binks character and you know I didn't again I didn't pick up on I didn't pick up on there's a lot of things that I don't pick up on when it comes to like racist overtones and especially when it comes to stuff like that like I didn't this is my first actually hearing that there were the accusations of that character being racist. I just thought he was annoying as hell. I had oh, no, certainly like, annoying. <laughs> I just had no I had no concept of that. And I want to say, too, before we get too far into it, just to what you echo what you said earlier, it's okay to be pissed if something you don't like is portrayed a certain way. That's fine. We all have that. But there is no lower form of bullshit than to target someone's life or make them or disparage them from a place of such sheer hatred because you didn't like the outcome. And not only that, but to not have the balls to do it in person, I I have a huge problem with that. Like that, you shouldn't do it in person because it's rude, but the internet has spawned a whole generation of people who feel comfortable doing it behind their computers. Yeah, yeah, because there's no, I mean, there's like hardly any repercussions for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So before I get off on a different rant about that, this is not what this is supposed to be about. So I'm going <laughs> to focus up. Focus up. Um, but yeah, I actually didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that at all, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and I <laughs> during all of this, I could not come up with a positive uh, fan reaction. <laughs> so I will toss to you. Positive fan reactions. I will say, um, alluding to what I mentioned earlier, when fans decide to take it upon themselves to create something that they really enjoyed and something that they know that at the heart of it, they would like. Um, A good example of that, unfortunately not coming from video games because I don't have a reference for this in particular, um, when the X-Men franchise, or even how Marvel Studios has... um, reinvented the Marvel Universe even because in the beginning I don't know if you remember seeing the first Incredible Hulk movie um the one with uh Eric Bana yes yeah I, I remember seeing it um but um I don't remember much about it I remember being pretty bored as a kid watching it it's a very slow paced movie for something that's the Incredible Hulk 
and I loved when it was that movie was redone and it was done by Ed Norton, which was fantastic. And I didn't realize that he wasn't going to be in the um, the universe. But I think Mark Ruffalo did a great job continuing on with that. I think what fans want is something that's going to make them continue on with what they grew up with and not destroy an origin story of something they didn't like they want to be seeing something show something new and i think there's so much with marvel crossover this ability for fans to come in who are now in the roles to make the difference or at least you know say hey this is how we make this as accurate as possible i mean (laughs) let's look at the guardians of the galaxy i didn't even know they existed (laughs) oh man that is like the best that is the best thing that has ever happened to marvel in my opinion is like they took and it's just like it should not have worked it's i mean the the director had had like a really weird film history for making a like kids superhero movie and then they give him like the f tier marvel characters (laughs) and it makes it arguably the best of all of them like I, I fell in love with a raccoon and a talking tree. It's it's pretty pretty impressive. Vin Diesel is a talking tree. Yeah, Vin. Di- I always forget that. I literally always forget. They like change his voice so much that yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I laugh too because if you look, remember back to the '90s, there were a bunch of superhero movies that came out that were very Superman esque of the original Superman movies, and these Marvel these were Marvel property movies that were just not good. <laughs> I would love, though, if they remade Steel. Oh, actually, that wasn't Marvel. I'm sorry. I need to respeak. If they remade Steel, which was a DC movie, and they had Shaq in it. Oh, man. Yeah, that'd be but amazing. Shaq's, ev- Shaq's everywhere. Shaq is a really oh, busy he, dude. He is killing it on the commercial game. He is in every commercial. That guy is making bank. He's a DJ, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a great DJ. He's, he's like, a- su- he's super, <laughs> super fun. We could get into all the weird people you would not expect to be DJs. Well, I forgot too that he went multi platinum with him when he was a rapper. Oh, did he? He went. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't know he went multi platinum. Yeah, I think he had. I think I think he put out three albums. All three of them were platinum. How, least, how much do you th- think this guy is worth? <laughs> yeah, it depends on what he how he manages money during his career. I, I guess. No I, I guess so. <laughs> I'm curious, like what his over his entire career, what he's made. I just know that he's someone I looked to, and this is a total tangent, but. He stays busy and he doesn't shy. Or at least I don't know if he shies away. I don't know Shaq. If I met Shaq, that'd be the only human I've met in a while that's bigger than I am. <laughs> yeah, you're a big boy. Um, I, you know he he's a commentator on ESPN. He is a chairman of the board for Papa John's. Um, he's in tons of commercials. He DJs. You know, Shaq's just all over the place. So yeah. if Shaq doesn't have time to play Steel, that's fine. I, I I'm okay with that, Shaq. Just get Idris Elba <laughs> to do it. Get we need a we need a Steel movie. We need a Steel movie. We need a Static Shock movie. Oh, like, I am dying still... for a Static. Oh, can we get Lakeith Stanfield <laughs> as Static Shock? Dude. I would be so happy with that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be amazing. See, now we're gonna start a whole thing of like we're fans who want something to happen, and we're gonna try and get a Steel and a Static Shock movie made. Yeah, I'm gonna start a uh, what is that website where people sign the petition? Change.org. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe we can get a uh, Lakeith Stanfield to agree to a Static Shock movie because I would love that. I have a question too, and this is more about a TV series rather. Than in a movie but have you watched any of the netflix marvel uh universe 
TV shows. Yeah, so I watched um, I watched the first and f- full all of season one of uh, Daredevil. Really liked it. Okay. Uh, got through about half of season two of Daredevil and just couldn't really get into it. Um, watched about an episode of um, oh, what was it? Is it Iron Fist? Is that the guy's name? Yeah, I. Uh, when it, so when it comes to like portrayals and how we talked about like not really enjoying stuff like that again I don't know the actor and if I had if I was given a role and wanted to do it to my hard extent or whatever I would sure as heck hop in and do whatever oh, character man, to be a part of the Marvel universe that'd be I mean that'd be awesome yeah I think I think what you need to have going into that is you need to really have a strong support core group of people that you listen to and have your best interest at heart as opposed to you know keeping up with fans or thing like that yeah so i i watched about an episode of that one um i watched luke cage i think i watched almost all of the first season i i dug that the music was really good um and the guy who plays him great actor um and then my favorite of all of them was uh, jessica jones um but i just like i ran into this issue like once they came out with defenders i just didn't have an interest in watching them all work together i like them separate um and then like as the seasons of the individual shows came out there was stuff there was like context that was missing because i hadn't watched defenders Mm. so i just stopped watching so yeah i think that's when it starts to get a little muddled because there i was reading through i had the x-men ultimate book that came out when i was like 13 and i had that thing for a long time there's so much crossover that i didn't realize amongst the x-men team about when they went off to go join other teams for a certain period of time where they lost their powers and they gained their powers they had different powers and the, the, the universe for both marvel and dc and also just smaller comics as well is so broad that you know oh okay i have one what's a video game that plays like a movie that you felt was true to form to a source material oh a video game that plays like a movie and was true to its source material uh so it has to the video game has to come from some other medium yes Ooh. Um, putting a little reversal on it towards, yeah. the end the, towards the end of the podcast here yeah this, no this is cool I like this question um, and we talked about it last episode but um, I'm a huge fan of uh, the first season of The Walking Dead I know you're not a big zombie guy um, and I, I've read the comics and I feel like they kind of nailed the tone okay. um, so that's the first one that comes to mind what's yours um, I'm going to say the Injustice series Oh one yeah, two. yeah! What a great fighting game! It was a great fighting game, and the cutscenes between it played like I. I actually went. And I, I'll confess this: there's some games that I didn't that I played that I enjoyed more just watching the cutscenes, and I went back and actually watched cutscene only cuts of it, and it plays like a movie. Um, the other one I would have to say, but I think doesn't have source material. I believe this started off as a game and spread to other mediums. Um, Halo 4. Oh, interesting. You, if you felt watch like Halo I... 4 as a movie, it's great. Interesting. That's, I mean, that's a great game. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. I've not played it since it came out, but um, that's one I'd have to revisit because I really liked the premise of like Cortana is like corrupted 
and so he's got to like fix that and i don't know i just thought it was i thought it was really and that was like the first one made by the uh 363 studio i think we're gonna talk about we're gonna have a whole episode talking about our favorite cosplay and one i thought of that was amazing was mystique from the marvel movies oh yeah all, all blue and sorry i'm gonna be more clear the original mystique not the x-men first class and on mystique and not because of any disparagement against the actresses themselves i personally didn't like the first class run of movies that went to deja future past because as a comic fan for those movies the storyline was all wrong and it made me kind of pissed so (laughs) nothing against the actors or the development crew you guys did a great job it was a great visual movie my problem was storyline and like things that didn't exist that they put in and that is my point of that <laughs> <laughs> and you know we're we're at about an hour so i think uh i think we're good to wrap things up but let's do our shout out to our local business um do, do you want to start zach sure yeah totally so my shout out to the local business and one that i am very excited to have the um a privilege to go visit again Silvio's Organic Pizza in Ann Arbor, Michigan their mushroom and truffle pizza on this light flaky crust is absolutely fantastic oh that is a that is a great shout out because I've not been there in I don't know how long it's been a while so now I kind of want to go yeah we're getting it next time we record at your house absolutely oh and I see now that they deliver through Postmates, DoorDash, ooh, that might happen. What is happening? (laughs) That might happen while I work this week. Um, (laughs) If it is, I don't care what I have to wear. I'm coming to your house. I will shower shower at your house and, like, detox my clothes. (laughs) I trust you. You you seem like a clean man. I do my best. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So my business, I want to shout out Big Ten Burrito. Perfect for a, uh, a night of drinking. I highly recommend them. They're very cheap. And their queso is absolutely incredible. All right, so something we're going to be trying on this show is what we're tentatively calling Media Club. Every other week, one of us is going to recommend a TV show, movie, anime, book, or video game, and we'll discuss it on the following episode. So next week, we'll be talking about the anime id invaded a recommendation by zach the premise of the show sakaido is a detective looking to solve the grisly murder of kairu a young girl but solving this case is unlike any any other as this world begins to twist and turn around sakaido challenging what he thinks and believes you can find it on hulu crunchyroll and funimation all right zach do you want to sign us off Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this time on This Podcast is for Nerds. If you want to know more about what we're going to talk about next time, you'll have to find out next time on This Podcast is for Nerds. That wasn't Dragon Ball Z, but it's staying in.